Hello and welcome to the next episode in a series of specials here on the rank list. I'm not going to give too much away. I'm just going to hand it straight over to my guest this week, Abby, and she will give you the lowdown on what is going on. How are you doing today? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you very much. Now, this rank list is going to be a bit different, against the grain, so to speak. So, why don't you uh, let everyone know what the theme of this week's rank list is? We are ranking video games this week. I'm I'm really excited about this. I I kind of suggested it because I thought, you know what, it's a bit different. It'll be interesting to see what we both pick. And yeah, I, I'm I'm quite excited. Even though, as I was saying, it's been so difficult. It's so hard. <laughs> Why are there so many games? There are too many games. <laughs> and I, I realise that um, I I have not only um, got too many games, but I've also played way too many games since I was a child. I mean, yeah. I think it'd be interesting just before we go into the list, just to kind of sort of maybe talk a little bit about what kind of consoles we had like growing up yeah sure stuff like that so um so for to start off for me i had um the first console i ever remember having was an an original xbox nice um and the, the first game i played on that was fable the lost chapters and i was like yes this is amazing <laughs> um and then i think after that i i didn't have like um, I didn't have a, a console for quite a while after that, actually. I did have mm. um, a Nintendo DS. I've had dip, a yes. few different versions of the Nintendo DS. Um, then I got a Nintendo Wii, which, of course, was um, very big at, at the time. Um, did you do like, the Wii Fit thing? Yes. Yeah, did. we did that. <laughs> the, <laughs> where I told you you were obese, even if you weren't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Um, so I had that. I, I had quite a lot. I had um I remember getting the uh it was like the I think it was a an anniversary for Mario and it was like a special red one. Hmm. That was pretty cool. Um and then after that I had an Xbox 360. Nice. Um, which uh I remember playing to the death out of. Yeah. I, um and then since since I got rid of my Xbox 360, I've had a PlayStation. Um, and I've just recently got a gaming computer as well. So Nice, very nice. So quite good. So what about you? Um, the first home console we had was a PS2. Nice. And we had like Spyro and Rayman and those kind of games that we could kind of play as a family. Yeah. Um, but I also had like Game Boy Advance and Nintendo and DS and stuff that was like my little console where I could play Animal Crossing to my heart's delight. Yes. Um, then we got a PS3, but it was kind of at that point I wasn't as interested in games and it was kind of more of my brother's than it was mine. Mm. Um, and then at uni, I got access to a xbox 360 which was my housemates but i think i ended up playing it a lot more than they did (laughs) um and now yeah we've got a ps4 uh i've got a gaming pc and i've got my switch nice yeah love it i um i actually had a game boy advanced as well i remember the one game i remember playing on that was the incredibles game oh nice i like pokemon on that 
yeah po- pokemon is yeah pokemon was very good as well right okie dokie so uh we're gonna move on into the list now and like i said this was so difficult and i feel <laughs> so terrible for all the games <laughs> that i've not mentioned um but i'm gonna try and maybe filter in a few games that i've not been able to put on the list just by yeah. kind of association but we'll see anyway uh, so let us start off with number five. What is number five on your list? Mine is the 2015 uh, Don't Nod game, Life is Strange. Oh, interesting. Mm. I absolutely love that game. Like, adore it. It's very, very good. It was one of the one of the first sort of games I played when I was like really getting into gaming um when I was at uni so it was like quite formative in the kind of things that I like now and it was really special to me because it was the first sort of game I played where like combat wasn't really a thing like it was a game that had mechanics away from just like fighting things yeah for sure and yeah and I just it's so special to me because obviously it's revolving around two sort of teenage girls and even though that my, my, my one criticism of it is that the dialogue can be kind of cringy at times mm. but I think it's very good-hearted and um obviously you know it's got like a, a queer relationship in it two women it's got time travel like some weird dark mystery stuff and just like so many problems that you don't see coming that just pop up and it deals with everything in a really nice way I think yeah I I mean story games for me story driven games um and especially ones where you make your own choices uh mm. that it they are my games i absolutely yeah. adore playing them um i actually found life is strange through playing all the different kind of telltale games yeah uh so i, w- I was a big fan of the walking dead so when the walking dead telltale game came out i was like yes this is amazing yeah. um and lo and behold Every Telltale game was just like next level. I mean, The Wolf mm. Among Us was great. I love The Wolf Among Us, yeah. Such a great game. Um, and just any kind of story game I could get my hands on like that, like Heavy Rain, Detroit Become Human, mm. all that kind of stuff. Absolutely adore it. But I think I have to agree that out of all of them, Life is Strange just completely pips them to the post. Like, I think it's so much better. Just, And I don't know why necessarily, but I think maybe for the reasons that you mentioned but i just think the story was so great and i think Mm. um you know with with things like the walking dead um telltale game i mean obviously it's kind of fantasy driven and Mm. even though life is strange does have the the kind of the time travel deal in it it still feels like every decision you make is very much grounded in reality and um and everything matters and everything that you that you every decision that you make really does affect the rest of the story. And yeah. Um, yeah. I also really like, I like the idea of episodic games as well. Yes. Um, yes. I did play it once all the episodes were out, but that idea of being able to like finish a bit and then not having to carry on immediately was kind of nice. Cause I do have a bit of a terrible attention span. So you are, that works very well for me. You are so lucky because I found life is strange when only the first episode was out. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I had to wait for every episode and then when like you got the cliffhangers and stuff I mean it was just yeah. like so stressful and I was like because I remember like when it got to like the kind of third or fourth episode it, it got to the point that 
when it released, I think it um, the third or fourth episode might have released at about 1 a.m. Hmm. And I, I played it all, like the entire nice. time. I didn't, didn't even care. I was like, I am playing this because I am so invested in the story yeah. and so invested in the characters. Yeah. It has to be done. Um, and I will always remember, and I feel like we, we probably might delve into spoilers for these games. Um, yeah. It's been out a while. It has been out a while, yeah. So if you haven't played it, you should go and play it because it is a really, really good game. Um, but the you know the one thing that will always stick with me is the uh, the whole Kate situation. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I think is it the end of episode two or three? Y- yeah, end of two, I think. End yeah. of two, I think it is. Um, and the first time I played it through, I, I, I right, okay. So I hadn't paid attention. <laughs> So I completely messed up and she jumped. And honestly, no. <laughs> I was so like affected by that. Like it was horrible, yeah. but it'll always stick with me. And that, and I think that's what, what it, where it comes to like all of your decisions and everything that you do in this game, every attention to detail hmm. is so, you know, it's so intrinsically picked and so kind of thought out that like, if you miss one thing, like, this yeah. really big massive event is going to happen and and then you you all you almost feel guilty because it's your fault because you didn't, yeah. you didn't <laughs> yeah, search sure. hard enough <laughs> yeah, yeah you no. have to like go around her room and like look at all her photographs and yep and not just like look at them like actually remember what was like on all of them and stuff yeah. exactly because like when you're searching through her room that's the beginning of the episode and the mm. end of the episode, that's like two or two to three hours of gameplay later. So yeah. you really have to kind of, you know, keep it in your mind. It, it, it's just such a good game. I mean, and all the twists and turns are just really good. And, and you know, the last episode is amazing. And I, 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 yeah, overall, I think like the first Life is Strange is amazing. I mean, I've played uh, Before the Storm as well, which I think was yeah. quite good. This was a nice kind of um, I, like added bonus yeah. to, the, to the story of yeah. the first one i haven't played the second one yet i do want I to really like the second one i would recommend it yeah i do really want to play it but i've, I've not had chance to but i haven't i imagine that it's probably just as good yeah. as as, um, as the other at number five for me and i've picked this solely due to uh the kind of nostalgia that it hmm. brings whenever i think about it and that is Simpsons Hit and Run. Nice. <laughs> I um, I love this game. I remember playing it all, like, just so many times um, as a child. And the thing is as well, because I feel like, I don't know whether you feel this, but, like, when you were a child and you were playing games, you didn't really kind of know what was going on. You kind of just played <laughs> yeah. it anyway. And, like, because <laughs> I can tell you for a fact when I first played Simpsons Hit and Run, or like the first kind of era that I played Simpsons Hit and Run, I never, ever got past playing as Homer, ever. Right. <laughs> like, I just like, it didn't happen just because either I was too bad at the game because I was too young, or just mm. because like, it was so fun just driving around and crashing into things and jumping up on top of the Quickie Mart and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I just never did. But then after that and going back to it as an older person and then going through the game completely and completing it you actually realize that hands down it is a really really good game Mm. and it's a crying shame that they have not made another one or even remastered it feel like they should do that 
yeah because i it's not one that i've ever like properly played but i do remember watching my brothers play it when we were younger um and i thinking about it they played it a lot so i'm surprised it hasn't popped up again as a remaster or like a second one or anything yeah i th- I just yeah it is such a wonderful game and i think as well i think the main thing is because like you you know as you go throughout the story you play as all of these all all of the the simpson family basically hmm. um and i think that's just quite a nice feature of it and yeah um it was like the original it was kind of like a kid's version um of grand theft auto yeah almost and i feel like it just worked so well because you know you had all the kind of the time trials and then you had um you know like the escort missions and all that kind of stuff it it was very you know you know the missions were very kind of similar to what you would get in in a grand theft auto game but obviously it was sugar-coated in the simpsons yeah um, theme and yeah i think it just works very very well that's a nice choice i didn't even think of that We're now going to move on to our worst pick. Now, I actually think Ooh. that this was harder yeah. than the rest of the picks because... I... I'm like almost regretting my choice already because I think it's going to be like really controversial. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm very excited to see what it is because, I mean, I was going to put something in that I thought might have been a bit controversial, but I thought against it and I thought about um, picking this game, which is a game that I played when I was a child and hmm. just only remember bad things about it but anyway we shall start off with you abby what is your worst pick (laughs) i'm gonna preface this by saying i'm so sorry if this like pops up in your favorites list (laughs) because i feel like for a lot of people it's like their favorite game oh god okay i hate i hate call of duty so much i am more than happy with that being a worst pick i actually considered putting it as my worst pick so okay, i'm glad that, that, that you makes have. Me feel better. <laughs> however i feel like there's probably a lot of people who would listen who might not necessarily be very happy with that but anyway yeah. who cares you go ahead <laughs> why why call of duty i just don't get any enjoyment out of games that's just running around shooting things and i know that it's deeper than that probably but i just i've never played it and enjoyed it i've always got bored within like 10 minutes i think i think like you say that it's deeper than that but it's it's definitely not no and i get because i was speaking to somebody about it recently and they were kind of saying it's their like go-to game to play with friends and i get that it's like Mm. fun to play as a group and that kind of communication um like friend group type thing but yeah personally for me it's just as far as I can tell, it's running around shooting things in various wars. And yeah, for me, it just has like no appeal. That is exactly what it is, completely. And I I just, right. So obviously like it's one of the most popular game franchises mm. of all time, isn't it? Like people play it to death and it's kind of like similar to FIFA in the sense that yeah, it's basically the same game year after year after year just yeah. with a different i mean i suppose call of duty is a bit different because the stories are a little different hmm. but like I, yeah you're right the appeal of going in and just going and doing missions and shooting things and then that's it it just doesn't doesn't really fit and then people who put like and and I, you know i don't begrudge people who do this do whatever you want whatever makes you happy yeah but like people have put hundreds and hundreds of hours into like call of duty multiplayer i just don't think i could do it 
No, I just, I've tried multiple times, but I just, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this, but I'm also going to preface this by saying I am a complete hypocrite and you will find out why, but personally, when it comes to Call of Duty, the idea of doing the same thing over and over and over and over again in multiplayer just does not appeal yeah. to me in any way, shape or form. And like I said, that statement makes me a complete hypocrite and you'll find okay. out why later on. Um, but yeah, no, just, it's not, yeah, not for me. Yeah, I'm very sorry, people that like Call of Duty, you're fine, go go about your day. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it's fine, go about your day, but just like, yeah, just get away. <laughs> okay, so my worst pick is, and I, I did, I thought about Call of Duty, I thought about FIFA, mm-hmm. um, I thought about a few other different ones, but I landed on this because I just remember playing it as a child and it possibly being the worst game I ever <laughs> played and just thinking like, what the hell is this? And that is the um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory video game based off the 2005 Tim Burton film. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, not a lot of people <laughs> Well, I so I had um, a PlayStation Two at my dad's house, mm. um, and the, I mean the main thing I would play on that was Star Wars Battlefront Two, the original mm. one, the better one, um, and the Lego Star Wars games. That was basically what got played on that console for the entirety of its life. But I remember going round one week and there being Charlie and the Chocolate Factory um, in the game pile, and I thought, no, let's put it in. Let's let's do it. Now, is I mean, you basically so the way that the game starts off is you start off in the you know the big like area where everything's edible and has the chocolate river in it. Yeah. So you start off in that area and you have to do stuff for like the umpalumpas or something like that. Um, <laughs> and I remember aimlessly walking around this this kind of open world style area and just going, what do I have to do? Because it doesn't tell you what you have to do. Like, there could be a section of game after that area. I'm sure there is. But I don't know about it. I never got past it. Oh, no. <laughs> I Imagine mean, if I... you're missing out on a really good game because yeah, you never got true. past that section. <laughs> I mean, it could be, yeah. But, like, I just... I don't know whether it just didn't give you the right guidance or because I was too young to understand it, mm. but, like... I just didn't, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. And for that reason, it just, yeah, I, 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 I let it go. Just <laughs> see you later on that. I'd, yeah. I kind of want to play it now just to see. Yeah, that's very true. Like. Cause I mean, as, as video games go that are based off films, like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is the best one, hands hmm. down uh, from that era, shall we say? Yeah. Um, because I think that was one of the games that I had that I could get past, like, the first yeah. sections. But just, yeah, I don't know what it was. There was just a whole mental block when it came to that game. <laughs> I'm sure I tried it, like, loads and loads and loads of different times and just never could do it. So I always went back to Lego Star Wars because, you know, old thing. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> so, yeah. So that is, yeah, that's my worst pick. Okie dokie. So we're going to move back into the list now and we're going to go for our number four pick. So what is it number four for Ooh. you? 
Mine is The Last of Us. Yeah, you know what? I was like, hmm, I'm sure this is going to pop up. Yep, it had to. It had to make an appearance. (laughs) It did, it did. I So I'll let you talk about The Last of Us first because I have... um, I have a, yeah, I have had a time with The Last of Us, so I'll, I'll let you go first and then Ooh, I'll, I'll okay. explain. Um, so this, The Last of Us was the first ever game that I played on PlayStation 3, but I didn't finish it. Um, and then a couple of months before The Last of Us 2 came out, I was like, huh, I should probably actually finish that. Um, so I played through it, just absolutely fell in love with Joel and Ellie and the writing and it's just one of those games where you're so invested in a character that you don't even like necessarily agree with like the stuff Joel does objectively is terrible yeah for sure but it does such a good job of getting you on board with him that in that last section you don't even really question it I don't think I didn't anyway um, nope nope not one bit and I just don't think there is a game that has had that much of an emotional punch for me yeah, um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a whole package for me. It's uh, for the, I enjoy the combat, I enjoy the world, I enjoy the characters, I enjoy the writing, and it's like a good like length of game as well. I feel like it's not too long, but it's long enough that you're kind of like really immersed in it. So, yeah, yeah that's for sure. Yeah, I so so this is the this is the deal. I remember because I didn't have a PlayStation Three because obviously that was I think The Last of Us was probably the one one of the biggest kind of exclusive mm. games that they released for PS3, wasn't it? So, um, yeah. and then obviously I got a PS4 and I kind of missed the hype around it, really. Um, yeah. I think that the hype had kind of died down by the time I'd got my PS4 because I think when I when I got my PS4, Grand Theft Auto V had come out. So that was kind of like the yeah. big talking point in the gaming community around then. Um, but they did bring out the remastered version yeah. on PlayStation 4. And I remember going, oh my God, this is my chance. I can finally play it. And I think I bought that get. Well, actually, I'm going to check when that game actually came out, when the remastered version came out. Um, because I got it uh, when it came out in 2014. Hmm. Yeah, so it came out like halfway through 2014, and I remember buying it as pretty much as soon as it had come out because I was like quite excited to uh, play it. Um, and then I put it on, and I think I played like the first hour or so of the game. Hmm. And and I don't know whether it was because I was playing other different video games or whether it hmm. just didn't grab me in or not. Yeah, but I just left it completely, and I can wholeheartedly admit that until last year um i i because I, 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 I bought the game through the playstation store so it was on my playstation mm. and i can admit that i downloaded deleted downloaded deleted it probably six or seven times mm. and then obviously the last of us two got announced and i thought right okay i've got to get through it now and that's kind of like the same as same as you yeah I was like, you know, I've got to get through it because The Last of Us 2 looks really, really good. And I would be, it would be a shame if I miss it and don't play it because yeah. I've not played the first one. So I'll play the first one. So I was like, right, I'm downloading it and I'm not letting it get to it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it and I'm going to play it all. I don't care. Um, and I did. I got through it. <laughs> and I was obviously so surprised. And I was kind of like, oh my God, I can't believe that. I left this so long because it's such yeah. an amazing game. Um, I, the 
the mechanics are hit and miss for me. I kind hmm. of, I think that might have been what made it take so long for me to kind of get yeah. into it properly. Because um, I am not a stealthy person when it comes to playing video games. I'm more balls yeah. to the walls, do you know what I mean? Um, and you really do have to be stealthy in The Last of Us. And it is scary. Like, it's yeah. scary. Yeah, properly. for sure. <laughs> Especially the clickers. Um, but yeah, and I, I mean... I think I like, I, you know, I played it and I loved it so much that it got to the bit, you know, where they're very close to the hospital and they're walking in the building and you see the giraffes. Yes. Oh, my I, God. I literally got a picture of it on my wall. <laughs> I cried yep. at that moment. Like, yep. I was like, oh, my God. Because it, you know, you really go through it. Like, you, you know, you lose Tess, you go and you find the, um, I can't remember the names of the characters, but the brothers. Um, and then obviously the, the, this, the younger brother dies and you just you yeah. really go through the works and when you get to that moment it really feels like a it's really tranquil and kind of like okay we're here yeah. and then obviously after that it goes all tits up again yeah but, I think you because you know as well that it's about to get really bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and you're kind of being offered this like moment of sort of peace and you're it's just yeah everything is just so emotional yeah and I just think it's just it's so it is it's really incredible and i'm sure um i i mean i like the last of us 2 as well hmm. i thought that it was it's very yeah. good i'm sure um i mean people were very opinionated about the last very of- opinionated <laughs> uh, we won't get into that because i feel like that could be its whole own podcast on itself yeah. um but yeah the last of us is absolutely great game i'm really glad that, that it's on your list um because i was like that was one of the games that i was like yeah oh, it's really bad if i miss it out but I kind of, <laughs> you know anyway so my number four is um 2018's a way out oh I'm just trying to think, explain what it is, because I'm trying to remember so if it's the game I'm thinking it's, um, of. <laughs> yeah, so it's the action-adventure game made by, and I believe he's called Joseph Fares. He's um, kind of like an experimental di- film director, um, and he made this game where it's kind of co-op. Is it the one where um, you're trying to get out of It's the prison, prison one. It's yeah, the prison yeah, okay. One. Yeah, so it's the co-op game, and... Um, it's set out and it is really it really does feel like a film like the whole of the game mm. it's, it's quite it's, it's quite amazing because um, the, the the main feature of it is that it's completely split screen and that is where that because obviously you can well to play the game you have to play it with another person um, which I think is just a, a really incredible uh, yeah. feature of the game and I think what actually makes it leave the bigger impact because you're making all of these decisions and you're going through the story with one of you, like you're playing it with a friend, but you're both playing these two completely polar opposite characters. Mm. Um, and I think that's it's so amazing. But uh, the, the big feature of it is that it's split screen all the way through, even though um, you might be playing it with a friend who is in their house. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can play it split screen locally but you can also play it you know that's really nice which i think is really cool and even if you play it online it's still split screen and it still works and it still pans out in that kind of way so i haven't played it but it's been on my list for a long time but i had two friends play through it recently and i know when they got to the end one of them was like really kind of 
uh, taken aback by the choices that the other character made. So I'm not really sure what happened, but... So, yeah, so yeah. obviously, <laughs> if you've not played it, I won't spoil it for you. Um, and you know what? Actually, before I go into that, the the other thing that I really, really, really loved about this game, and I'm, I'm sure they made a very conscious decision about this, and it's the fact that only one person had to buy it for, for you to be able to play it with two oh, people. Oh, nice. So, like, basically, I... So, say, for example, because I've played it, I think, two or three times with a hmm. couple of different friends. Um, and so the first time I got it, I bought I bought it because I wanted to play it. And I asked my friend and I said... Uh, um, and there was a thing on the PlayStation Store that you could download, and it was basically like a demo file. But you launch the demo file, and you, then you can join the game, and you play the full game with, with the friend that's oh, got the that's paid cool. copy, which I think is, is really great because... Really nice, yeah. You know, they're not making people buy the you know a copy each to play it <laughs> um anyway yeah so the ending is absolutely heartbreaking like is so it's so good and you know the twists and the turns and all that kind of stuff is amazing and especially because you know it's not a short game it's about i think it's about eight eight to twelve hours depending mm. on how kind of completionist you go through it because yeah. there's a lot of um different things that you can do in the world um because it kind of goes through different sections of of the world so you'll be in one place and that's kind of an open world area and then you'll go through another place and that's kind of open world-ish and you know semi-open world kind of deal Hmm. um so by the time you've got to the end you know you you have become attached to these characters and as well because you know this these characters have a relationship where like because you're playing one character, you you see the relationship from that character's side, and your friend sees the relationship from the other character's side. Yeah. Um. And then I, I've actually played. I think both playthroughs I played as the same person. I don't know what that says about me, but obviously, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you won't know about that because you haven't played it. But um, yeah, it is just such a beautiful game. And again it comes back to the story driven stuff just because it's just so good. So good. Um, And if you ever need a person to play it with, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to play. Oh, we should do it. Yeah. I think that would be great. Um, Yeah. So that is my number four. Uh, So moving on, what is it? Number three for you. Number three is The Witcher 3. Nice. Now, I haven't played The Witcher 3. I have umdenard about getting it for so long. But yeah, what... I, what well, what I'm here to tell you why you should. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Sell it to me. Sell it to me. Um. So, uh, obviously, The Witcher 3 is it's like a popular game, I think. <laughs> it's not an understatement. Um, but I actually came to it quite late because I watched the Netflix series. That was like my introduction yep. to The Witcher. Um, and like completely fell in love with it. Over since that's come out, I've played the games, read the books, just gone full blown like nerd with with The Witcher. Um, but The Witcher 3 is just basically made first lockdown bearable for me last year. Yeah. <laughs> um because it's just it's a it's huge so you can run off doing side quests and exploring and doing the silly little like mini games and not touch the main quest for literally hours um but then when you come to the main quest it is just such a gorgeous story of like family and finding the people that you 
belong with and fighting for that and Geralt is this kind of presented to this like really sort of gruff like oh, I don't care about anybody sort of thing but you know by the end of it he's this, just this big softy that sort of really loves his adoptive daughter Siri and um, Yen and oh I could just like gush about it for ages but there's so many lovable characters so many cool places it's beautiful and it's just one of the coolest games I've played I think I think I need to get it Hmm. I do. I haven't seen the series either. It is on my list. I've, I've, you know, I probably should have watched it by now because I've had all the time in the world. But <laughs> I will definitely get right into it. I mean, I um, yeah. I so with big open world RPG games like that, hmm. I get very overwhelmed very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I uh, still haven't done a full playthrough of Skyrim. I actually haven't finished Skyrim either. Yeah, just because yeah. of how <laughs> over completely overwhelming it is. It took me about three years to complete my playthrough of Fallout 4. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I've got to be proper invested yeah. in the world to be able to get through it. Like, um, there, there are a few uh, other open world games that I will mention la- mm. later on. Um, I'd say I'm pretty similar, to be honest, because... Uh, Witcher 3, I did actually try maybe a few months before, like at the start of 2020, and I played for maybe about an hour and then was just like, oh my God, there's literally so much. I just can't deal with this. Um, And the same with, yeah, Fallout, Red Dead Redemption 2, like they're games that it's taken me a few tries to like really get into them. But then I think as soon as it clicks, um, it's just, it's amazing because you've got this whole like world to go and explore so yeah definitely and i think that's what what the beauty is because like i remember um i remember playing the first mass effect and being a bit kind of overwhelmed by it but Mm. when i properly you know sunk my teeth into it that was when i started to enjoy it and love it more Um, yeah and i think you know i am i'm glad i completed fallout 4 and on, on those kind of games because yeah they are so vast, but w- when you do complete them, you do completely appreciate the amount of yeah. hard work that's gone into making it and how brilliant they actually are. Yeah. For sure. Okie dokie. So at number three for me is, I suppose it is an open world game. It's kind of probably not the most open world game in that particular series, but hmm. it is Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, okay. I'm glad there's an Assassin's Creed game being mentioned. Yeah, so I <laughs> I absolutely adore Assassin's Creed. I mm. um I've kind of had a love-hate relationship with the last few games just because yeah. it comes back to that vastness and yeah. kind of kind of it's gone off. in a very different direction. Too. Yeah, because it has yeah. it's turned more into kind of the Witcher 3 style, like yeah. so much to do. Kind of you can literally ignore the main quest for hours and have stuff to do um yeah because I, I i know for a fact that well i tried to play origins and it just didn't click i tried to mm. play odyssey and it just didn't click thankfully though i um at the end of last year i managed to put like 150 hours into valhalla so um oh, nice. thankfully i i managed to get into that and I, I think that was maybe it was because of the what you know the setting and the story and it being set yeah. in as well it kind of made it a bit more interesting for me it was exciting because it was like 
when I was like going around like oh I've, I grew up here or I went to university at this town <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty much what I did <laughs> it's pretty cool yeah um so yeah but anyway I you know when it comes to the Assassin's Creed series the Ezio collection is hmm. you know it's where it's at it's they are the best games um some of the best games I've ever played like Brotherhood and Revelations are just next level incredible games but Assassin's Creed 2 was like the intro my introduction into Assassin's Creed. I never really played yeah. the first one. Um but my golly gosh, is it a great game? Like the story is just amazing. And you know, I feel like the the kind of the concept of the animus and you know, um and that kind of stuff was really good and unique and different. Hmm. Um and I thought that it worked really well. And um, and then just like I said, you know, Ezio as a character is so likable and lovable, and re- you know, one of the best video game characters of all time. Mm. I absolutely adore him. Um, and you know, even though it was a, it's kind of a very old game, the combat and the you know the stealth kind of stuff is really good, and you know, the progression all the way through from the beginning to the end, and mm. because I mean. Assassin's Creed 2 is kind of, you know, it's Ezio's origin story. It's him yeah. going from just a normal Italian boy to the assassin that we know and love him as. And, yeah. and it is, it's just a really, there's such great development in such a short space of time. Um, uh, but if there's one thing, I, you know, the damn feathers. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, it is such a wonderful game and I'll never forget playing them. And I remember uh, because they did, they brought out the Ezio collection for PlayStation 4 and I remember getting it and just being like, oh my God, I'm so excited to play these games again because they are just amazing. So do you prefer the stealth in that to something like The Last of Us? I do, yeah. No, I don't know whether that's because the um, the non-playable characters like the guards and stuff are just idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> but it's a lot easier yeah, being stealthy sure. in the last of us um i i will still admit that the that the missions where you have to be stealthy really annoy me but yeah. uh but yeah i could definitely i get on board with it a bit more than than in games like the last of us because the last of us is 10 times more unforgiving yeah. when it comes to stealth like that it's interesting because um i like generally speaking stealth isn't my like go-to preference for combat either but um i was writing an article about it recently about how much i preferred just being able to like run in and hit things over the head with a sword or something yeah and um my boyfriend was like but you've played assassin's creed and you like them and i was like oh wait yeah i do (laughs) (laughs) and the thing is as well and that this might be why i really enjoyed assassin's creed valhalla but hmm. you do not have to be stealthy no. in that game. You do not because you're, it was a, so good. you're a Viking. You are literally going balls to the walls on it. You are That's it, going in and making as Every much time racket. Valhalla kind of wanted me to be stealthy, I was like, I'm a Viking. It doesn't make sense. I'm not doing it. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're not, you know, because obviously the, the raids, I, I really, really like the raid system in, yeah, in Assassin's Creed fun. Valhalla. It's very good. Um but expecting me to go in and kill all the people beforehand? No, yeah. no, no. Let me blow that horn and let's yeah. get going. Set everything on fire and let's just make as much noise it's as so possible. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I, I have to say, it's just so much more fun, I think, 
to just yeah. go in all guns blazing <laughs> than it is to kind of sneak around. I Although, don't know what that says about me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just means that we like having more fun. Like, hmm. it's so boring walking through the bushes and assassinating people yeah. and doing it like that. Nah, no way. Somebody said to me recently that they were perfectly happy sitting in a bush for half an hour watching, like, guard movements. And I was just like, why? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you do you, but <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I'd fall asleep. I feel like we're just trashing on people this episode and they're just being like, no, no, it's fine no. if you do like that. But yeah, <laughs> it's fine, but no, not me personally. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. And it... <laughs> so what is it number two for you? My number two is Stardew Valley. It honestly, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> like, yeah. If I'm ever like stressed or I just need to like turn off and just like chill, then I'm like, I'm just going to play Stardew Valley because it's just perfect for that. Um, It's obviously like, it's like a farming simulator. Um, You've got like fishing, mining, you can go into the mines and do combat. Like it's really varied in the stuff that you can do, Mm -hmm. but there's no like push that makes you do anything or do anything to like a certain deadline. You can just kind of grow your vegetables and look after your cows and just chill basically and it's so nice um but then on top of that it kind of has like this simplicity to it but it's also like a really deep game and I've been playing for maybe about three years now like in real life not in the game that's Mm. way more (laughs) but um (laughs) I I still keep finding new things and kind of uh obviously there's like there's been like a big update recently as well so there was a whole other new load of content added um and it's just you can either go into it like, oh, I'm going to try and make like a really efficient farm, make loads of money and do anything like a nice sensible order. Or you can literally just go in and have a nice time and run your farm. And it doesn't really matter either way. And it just it's probably the game that I've played the most. So uh, number two for me is 2018's God of War. Oh, that nearly made my list as well. It is just, yeah. and this was another one that I was quite late to. I played it during lockdown um, for the first time. I, um, It's one of those where like, you know, like, if I was ever kind of looking through the sales on the PlayStation store, it was always yeah. when I would hover over and kind of go, yeah, you know what? Maybe now it is time to play God of War. Like, cause I know, you know, critically and just generally it was like applauded as like one of the best. I mean, it won yeah. game of the year, didn't it? So yeah. Um, and boy, oh boy, now do I know why it won Game of the Year. My God, it is such a wonderful game. Now, I the thing is, I'd never played any of the other God of Wars before, so I didn't mm. really know kind of what um, what to expect, I suppose. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't know what the combat was like. I didn't know what, um, you know, how it worked, whether it was open world or what kind of deal it was. Um but I was just so pleasantly surprised by it. I mean, the story is amazing. I'm I'm kind of into all that kind of, you know, God kind of, um, yeah. you know, Greek God, Roman gods kind of deal, um, Norse gods, because it does go into kind of the Norse gods. In, in yeah, yeah, quite world, a lot. Um, and I'd, yeah, I just think it's a perfect game, to be honest. I, d- I don't think I have any 
any kind of gripes or negatives about it. No, I think maybe just... maybe the fact that it's might be a little I mean, I think I found it a bit too hard to start with. I was like, oh god, mm. this is this is quite difficult. But really, it is it is just a perfect game. It's gorgeous as well. It's such a gorgeous game. Yeah, I it is very, very, very nice to look at. And all the characters are great. I mean, you know, all the 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 good guys are really are really good and you know the the villains are the most hateable people yeah. um i just yeah just everything about it and all the, the attention to detail is incredible and um and yormungandr and just yeah just everything and the gameplay and i mean i know you obviously you start with the frost axe and then because i was kind of thinking like because I'd remembered from the original God of War games that you have the the blades, hmm. and I was like, "Wait, why doesn't he have the blades? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> and then obviously halfway through, when he goes yeah. back to the shack and gets them, and you're just like, "Yes!" Like it just it felt so good. Even though I'd never played the original God of War games, I still had that kind of fanboy moment almost. Yeah, that like, oh my god, this is happening, kind of deal. Um, and then the ending. Oh. wow what <laughs> um i the ending was in, incredible finding out that um his son is is loki um yep and the the world of the giants and that kind did of you stuff. see it coming at all no no no, no, no me neither no, i was no. literally like losing my mind <laughs> now this is the thing because i have a friend um who is very much into norse mythology she is kind of obsessed with it she hmm. she knows all the most obscure information that you could possibly know um, and she was actually the person that spurred me on to get God of War um, mm. at the time. She was like, Alex, you've got, you've got to play it. It's great. It's great. It's a great game. I've, and she was kind of, we were in a party for most of the time when I was playing through it. Uh, so she was like hearing my reactions as it happened and stuff like that. And because obviously she was into the Norse mythology, she knew mm. the whole thing um, with the, you know, the arrows, the mistletoe arrows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she knew about that even when she was playing it through the first time. So she kind of knew it was going to happen. But then she also, when I was playing through it, she told me about that story and I still didn't clock it. So she was, she was literally (laughs) hanging it above my head like a carrot. And I just still didn't. And then when it happened, I was like, oh my God, this is so shocking. And I mean, I can't wait for the sequel. Yeah. Ragnarok. Oh my God. When when that got announced at PlayStation's little um, conference thing, I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, it's happening! It's happening!" Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait. And we're gonna get Thor, and Thor's probably gonna be the villain, which I think mm-hmm. is is gonna be great. I think, yeah, very exciting. Before we move on to our number one pick, we're gonna do an honorable mention. A, a game that we love but didn't quite make the list. So, Abby, what is your honourable mention? Uh, mine is Night in the Woods. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Let so, me have a this is a little um, like story-based uh, like adventure game where you're playing as a little cat person called May who has just returned from college for a kind of unknown reason but you 
sort of click quite quickly that she's maybe got some like mental health problems and stuff so she's returned to her hometown she doesn't have a job she doesn't really know what she's doing in life and you kind of follow her and her friends um as she kind of uh tries to find her footing again and it's sort of revealed why it was that she had to come home in the first place and I really don't want to spoil the story because I just really think it's one that you have to experience um but it was just it had like a really big impact to me I really like games that explore mental health um mm. and as well as that it's the art is really really cool the soundtrack is great um and I've literally played it maybe like three or four times now it's just it's a really good little game I uh is it kind of like a a platformer a little bit yeah it definitely, yeah. definitely has that kind of element to it yeah it's kind of i mean is it in like the same vein as kind of like limbo and things like that maybe but maybe yeah i'd say it's like more, more story driven story driven yeah for sure but um but yeah kind of the same vibe yeah yeah it looks really good i'm gonna have to see if i can grab that yeah it's not very long but it's just yeah, I love all, yeah. I look like, you know, like Limbo and Inside and all those kind of things. I really love playing like small little like independent games. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really that's, cool. Yeah, it yeah. looks great. I'll have to have to see if I can see that. Anyway, my honorable mention couldn't have been anything else. I hate this game so much. I hate it, but it's not my worst pick because uh, basically, I, I had, you know, I was going to put it on my list, but I thought because I despise it so much, I couldn't <laughs> have got on my list. Um, and this is Overwatch. Oh, okay. Um, so I was, so Over, Overwatch, I think, came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out in, I think it was April or May of 2016. And I went to i think i bought it in um in october hmm. um 2016 when the first halloween event was on and i have since then put over a thousand hours into wow that game <laughs> um for my sins of course for my sins um now, as, remember, as I was saying before, how um, it made me incredibly hypocritical to say <laughs> it doesn't, you know, it doesn't appeal to me doing the same thing over and over again. Well, that's what Overwatch is. <laughs> <laughs> again and again and again and again. But I still do it. It's almost as if I'm kind of masochistic in that sense. Yeah. Of, um, of just knowing that the same thing is going to happen but I, I do it anyway because I just have, I don't know, it's <laughs> weird because, I, you know, I remember playing the game for the first time and just falling absolutely in love with it. I mean, it's not necessarily, you know, it's completely different to any game that I would like, you know, like I yeah. don't like Call of Duty. I don't like um, Battlefield. I don't like Fallout. I don't like, uh, not Fallout, sorry, Fortnite. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, first person shooter games are just not my thing, but yeah. there's just something about Overwatch that, just tickled my fancy i don't i really yeah. don't know what it was um and i don't know whether it's like the fantasy element kind of deal of yeah. the kind of it's set in the future and there's all these different heroes and um i mean at least I, it's kind of imaginative in terms of like yeah. the characters of and course, the kind yeah. of powers and stuff like that yeah yeah definitely i think you know uh another thing that really grabs you into it is the lore as well because hmm. 
even though the game isn't story driven, like the stories of the characters, you yeah. know, beforehand or during the game really very much are. And because didn't um, they release like little shorts for yeah, 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 the yeah, different yeah. characters and stuff? Yeah. So all of the characters have their own set law, but also, you know, they the companion pieces, they've done comics, they've done little short stories. Mm. Um, and then obviously they've also done these short animated pieces, which have become a staple of the Overwatch community. Like mm. whenever they bring one of those out, like it's the, the resurgence of the Overwatch community comes through um, and everyone's just talking about it again for days and days and days. Um, and that really has become one of the, you know, the best parts because we really do want to find out more about these characters because we love them mm. so much and we you know we're so invested in their in their journeys and their stories um, and that's what was so good about because obviously Overwatch 2 has been announced yes um, yeah. and the the latest animated short that came out was kind of like an Avengers-esque deal Ooh. where quite a few of them came together to save um Paris mm. uh from an omnic um threat and it was just like, honestly, the most fist pump in the air <laughs> moment. Honestly, it was so good. Um, so, yeah, so that side of things is obviously one part of just being so madly in love with it. But also yeah. just, and I don't know what it is, but like, there's a, there's obviously a reason I've put so many hours into the game. There has to be. Hmm. I mean, I my personally myself don't know why, but I, I have. <laughs> there is a reason <laughs> it's happened it's happened um <laughs> but one of the reasons um which is uh, is a really kind of personal reason is that um through playing overwatch um there is a competitive um kind of strand where you uh, you play it and you kind of have this ranking basically um and uh, you know it is a professional esport as well. Overwatch is an Overwatch league. Mm. But obviously, I'm, I'm quite, I'm, you know, I've been playing it for five years, but I'm still quite bad at the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what had happened is I was in a Facebook group, um, an Overwatch Facebook group, and uh, there was a person who advertised basically this um, this Discord server, which was like a kind of amateur league, basically. Mm. Um, so I thought, you know what, I like Overwatch enough to go and do that because I'm, you know, I mean, some people might be like, how can you have the time to do that? That's just really sad. But I thought, you know what, I'll do it. I'll try it. So, yeah. um, so I went into this, uh, this server and you kind of got put in, you got placed into a team with other people. Um, and yeah, I mean, I have through that, I have met some of some people who are now, some of my best friends like oh that's so it's, good it's it's really nice uh you know it's a very nice aspect and i think that's probably why i have such an attachment to the yeah. game itself just because it is you know I, i've made so many really nice friends from it and mm. actually uh you know friends from all around the world i mean there's a lot of people who uh, who are in the uk but you know i've, I've got uh, friends from from asia and america and just all over the place it is really really quite incredible that's really cool yeah um but Overwatch is a dead game. Hate it. <laughs> it's over. I mean, no, it's not. I'll keep playing it for the rest of my life. And and you better believe I'm going to be in that midnight queue for Overwatch 2 when it comes out. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, so that is, that is my honourable mention.
Right, it has come down to the big leagues. It is our number one video game of all time. Yes. <laughs> Abby, what is your favourite video game? So this is the only one that I knew was going to be top and didn't change <laughs> since we agreed to do this episode. And it is Mass Effect, um, the nice. whole trilogy. But if I have to pick one, then Mass Effect 2. <laughs> Okay, cool. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, I did wonder actually, because I mean, I've only played the first and a half Mass Effect games because I had mm. them on Xbox. Yeah. And I'd I'd got rid of my Xbox obviously for PlayStation. But I know they're bringing out are they remastered they've remastered it, haven't they? Yeah, so they're bringing out Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is the three from the original trilogy all updated. They've made some changes to some of the more questionable camera angles. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I think they've made some like uh, changes to the combat in the first game and stuff like that. Yeah, I um, so I'm definitely going to get that because I really yes. do want to play the second and third yeah. one because the first game is it's very good. It's yeah, I mean, so this was like the first game that I played. Uh, when I said that when I was at uni, my friend had the Xbox 360. So these were the first three games I played on that. And um, it literally just completely blew my mind. It made me fall in love with video games. And it was like the first time that I'd been able to play it as like a, a woman action hero, um, which was really cool. And the fact that it's like, obviously like a really big action game, but then also that there are these really sort of quiet personal moments where you're just getting to know your crewmates um i just i just think all three of them are amazing and i think they will always be my favorite games yeah i uh i remember playing the first mass effect because um i, th- I don't know where it came about but I, I must have just bought it off the um the xbox store or whatever hmm. um and i d- adored it i thought it was such a, a wonderful yeah. game that you know the open world aspects were amazing were really really well done the story's great the like like you said the connections you make with your crewmates and the characters yeah. are all just really well rounded um and it is a great game however the final boss fight of the first mass effect can literally go and die in a hole <laughs> Um, in that you find it hard or that you can you I just could, don't like it i couldn't i couldn't do it <laughs> couldn't do it it genuinely took me about three weeks wow <laughs> and i don't know why i mean maybe this just proves that i'm really bad at video games but um <laughs> i just for some reason couldn't do i just couldn't do it i don't know why but yeah it, do it, you remember what um, like what shepherd you were playing in terms of like their powers like were you the soldier or I can't quite remember maybe I was yeah I do kind of lean yeah. into that a little bit yeah maybe I some hadn't of them, powered some of them were like weirdly balanced in the first one so yeah yeah that makes it harder but yeah um, I just I mean I really like the first one to be honest Um, people always kind of say that it's their least favourite but I think it probably has one of the most like the best written story in terms of it's quite kind of just like well-rounded short like you could almost just end at mass effect one and it would be a good ending yeah very much so it was i i really did enjoy like the whole story Mm. is is really great yeah um and i know little bits and bobs about um about the second and the third one but i don't know too much but like i said i do really want to play them at some point yeah 
Um, what are your opinions on Mass Effect Andromeda, by the way? Uh, so I haven't actually finished it yet, um, which wasn't because I wasn't necessarily enjoying it. It's just uh, I was playing on an X's PS4, and then when we broke oh. up, I was like halfway through it. <laughs> Yeah, and he took the playstation because it was his but i'd bought the copy of mass effect andromeda so i had the game but no playstation oh, <laughs> quite a long time <laughs> it was just like my one thing like well you could have it but you're not having this game oh gosh yeah <laughs> um but from what i've played i have actually enjoyed it and i am planning to play it before the remastered trilogy comes out just yeah. just to get back in the mass effect like headspace definitely and i think i would 100 play the first game again as well yeah just because i I do remember really really enjoying it for sure um and also about the whole because i feel like mass effect was one of the first games where you could properly like you know pick between playing a man or a woman yeah and like in a game where you can pick to be a man or a woman why would you pick to play the man why yeah i think especially with mass effect like um the the voice acting for female shepherd is just miles better than the male one yeah um, for sure so yeah it, 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 i kind of i've because i've i've played it probably i'm not even going to say like way too many times and i have done playthroughs in male shepherd but i just forget that some people don't even consider playing the like the female version and that's just like i'm like why you're missing out yeah, it's ridiculous isn't it i think in any every game where there's been an option I would mm. always pick the woman just because, yeah. just because, like, yeah. why, why would you not? But, but there you go. Okie dokie. So that's wonderful. I, I really, really rate that. Mm. Now, my number one video game of all time, I think I would agree in the fact that I don't think it could have been anything else. Mm. It is Marvel's Spider-Man. Yeah, that's a really good choice. <laughs> I... I'd, I mean, I could literally talk for like, how long have you got? Uh, <laughs> I could talk for literally the next, uh, just hours and hours about how amazing this game is. And I think I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit and add Miles Morales onto the end of it as well. Yeah, I haven't played Miles Morales yet. But... Um, because even though it is a separate game, it is, I suppose it, it is more like a companion to the, uh, yeah. to the first um, which I think is is very is very good, uh, and I might talk a little bit about it. But anyway, I mean, when Marvel Spider Man first came out, I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. Like, it is so good. I mean, Spider Man's one of my favorite superheroes ever. Yeah. Um, and I do remember playing one of the original Spider Man games. You know, the one with the meme in it. Of yes. the woman, like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> um and just like you know even though it wasn't a very good game it's you know it's spider-man so it's you know still enjoyed it but talk about like 100 immersion into a game because yeah it just does it so incredibly well like i played of um you know i just you know you when you when you're web swinging it feels weird to say, but you actually do feel like you're doing it. Yeah, it's so smooth. That, like, the controls for that game are just literally probably some of the best. So Yeah, it's absolutely to die for. And I mean, I have to say that if it wasn't for the Batman Arkham games, I don't think this game could have existed. Yeah. Um, I think you know, what the Batman Arkham games did for superhero game video games was, you know, it's a, a complete leap 
in in the best direction yeah and, because kind of apart from batman arkham and the spider-man games it's not a huge amount of superhero games are good <laughs> yeah no definitely i completely agree yeah. I mean, because it was avengers we had recently and that just seemed to die pretty much immediately <laughs> i don't want to talk about it, Abby. I don't want to talk about it. no i was i was so disappointed honestly mm. and I, and to be fair i did put quite a few hours into it and i just was, i came out of it and i was like no nah, yeah anyway um back to spider-man <laughs> Spider i mean you know like you said the controls are incredible like all the mechanics are just amazing the open world aspect like is the it is literally the entirety of new york city like yeah it's just so so good um and then on top of that the story i mean you know it does such a good job of like capturing what spider-man is as a character completely yeah yeah i think as i think it is one of the best representations of spider-man mm. in the in the media in you know that that we have had um it, like you said it really does the characterization is just perfect and the story is amazing i mean the fact that you know they managed to do the sinister six in the first game yeah it's yeah. just like it's mind-blowing absolutely mind well blowing. yeah exactly you know and it cut when it comes down to it because you wonder how they're going to fit all of these villains into one game and then it just works so incredible because after the, the the reveal which is in, an incredible moment in the game mm. is just really really great and obviously if you're a big spider-man fan you know that um that Otto Octavius is going to be Doc Ock. Yeah. But it is still a very shocking moment when it happens. Um, and then after that, when you get the kind of boss fights where they're all split up and you kind of fight two of them at a time. Yeah. I just think it works so well. I, I really do think it's great. Um, but yeah, and, you know, the ending and oh, Aunt May. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just Don't. yeah it's so it's just so good i just love i just I adore its pieces um and then obviously the other thing that it does is it introduces miles morales and miles yes. morales gets bit and becomes um gets gets his powers and then obviously we've we've had the amazing miles morales game which obviously you say you haven't played but i yeah. um I was in the boat of like, shall I wait till I get a PS5 to play it? And then I was like, who am I kidding? I can't wait that long. Yeah. So I just got it anyway. And I thought, you know, I have to get it. I have to do it. Um, and I'm so glad I did because it's so amazing. Like it's, it, you know, they took what was so wonderful about the first game and they just added to it so yeah. well. Like it is, it does not, in any way feel like the same game and i think what the most amazing thing about it is is that it really does feel like you're controlling a different person yeah. which i think i personally thought was going to be the most difficult aspect because obviously you know at the crux of it they're both the same they're both different spider people basically yeah. but they do both have their very own different skill sets and different powers like miles has his electricity and all that kind of stuff yeah um and that separation you really can feel it and you do you know like you are playing spider-man you are you know you know playing peter parker you're playing miles morales and that separation is there and you can completely feel it and like it is just completely different and the story as well in miles morales is just as amazing 
I cried just as much at the end of oh, Miles Morales no. as I did. <laughs> I mean, it's just so, it's so impeccable. And I, for one, cannot wait for the second Spider-Man because I think it's just going to be absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to play Miles Morales because I am holding out for a PS5, but I'm I'm pretty close to just getting it on PS4. <laughs> I just thought, you know what, with all the, the stuff that's going on and the yeah. fact that, you know, that they're literally selling out the moment they go on sale again and the, all so these the, the scalpers <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to leave it. I'll, I'll just let it happen for now. And then I'll get, I'll, and the thing is as well, because obviously with uh, Miles Morales is uh, on the PS5, it boasts the whole loading times and the fact that it's in 4K and all that kind of stuff. But personally, I thought that it ran just as well on the PS4. And oh, I, okay, I don't cool. I don't have a pro or anything. My PS4 is like nearly nine years old. Mm. Um, so I was worried, I, I will admit, because sometimes when I, <laughs> when I launch games these days, um, it does sound like a rocket ship that's about to set off into <laughs> space. Um, but with Miles Morales, it just didn't do that. And it really ran a, a lot better than I thought it was going to, which that's good to hear. Is, um, is great. Well, there we go. We're at the end of the list. Thank we you are. very much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank um, you for having me on. Yeah, of course. Now, before we head off, um, is there anything uh, anywhere else that we can find you anything else we can hear you on um, anything like that the floor is yours thank you uh, yeah you can find me on twitter at abby ruggles where uh, I, i'm a video game critic for a couple of publications so you can find my articles and stuff there um, and i also have my own podcast called the stories that make us who i host with rory doherty who i believe you may have spoken to already yes i have yeah he, he <laughs> has been on we uh, we did nicholas cage films it was very fun yeah <laughs> um and you can find that uh on twitter as well at the stories cast and we interview guests about pieces of media that have uh, inspired them or influenced their own work awesome thank you very much again for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure 